Let's go, baby. Oh. Let go. Let go. Let's go! Yeah. So this is the last episode, right? Huh? The last episode? You're going to break the hearts of all the millions of people who don't listen to this. And not actually break their hearts. This is the Red Spartan Halo Podcast. I am Daddy Tracks, your host. Joining me is Never Stop Exploring, a.k.a. Jimmy Klo, a.k.a. Captain Klo, hey, a.k.a. Yo, Captain Klo. Let's get those hoes. Let's go. Hey, hey, hey. Oh my god, dude. What is up with you? I just had donuts and I'm really on a sugar high right now. You I can't th- sit still. You need therapy. Dude, sit down, bro. What are you doing? On the live stream. I can't stream. sit still, bro. Alright, well try. Try your best. Okay, sit on your hands. You you, you lunatic. I hmm? want to ride for ruin, bro. What do you want to do? Ride for ruin. <laughs> and the world's ending? <laughs> yes. Death? Death. Death? Death, death. Dun, 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 yeah, would you ever ride out with me on a horse? Against against what? <laughs> Trying to think right now. What's what's your what's the scariest thing to you? Uh, sharks and tornadoes. You want to ride out against a fleet of tornadoes? No. <laughs> Sounds awful. <laughs> Yo, what if there was a way to fight tornadoes, though, like physically? Like, what if tornadoes had, like, hearts? Like, they had, like, no. a tornado heart that was, like, somewhere, like, up in the funnel. And so, like, anytime there's a tana- tornado, you just saw everybody, like, come out of the house with their weapons and their guns, just start shooting at the tornado, trying to take out the heart of it. What the fuck? Dude, that sounds wild. I should start creating some fiction. Uh, as long as you use a vacuum, you're fine. A vacuum? Yeah, like, so people who have shot backs, when there's a tornado coming, they put the shot backs out and it sucks up all the air, so you can't do anything to them. It's the dumbest thing I ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I ever heard of. Might work. We don't, we don't have no idea. It's a good question. I mean, if you had a big enough vacuum, you could stop a tornado, I would think. You would just like... You'd suck you, it all up. Yeah, you'd screw up the air. You know, the air would be trying to twist, and you would just throw that little hose up in the air and, and mess it up. It's good thinking. Jim's in the middle of a yawn right now, so he didn't respond. What do you think about that, huh? I like it. Yeah. Um, I was considering that yesterday. A giant vacuum to suck up tornadoes? That's what you were considering yesterday? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell me. Go ahead. No, but like if you were to ride into a tornado with like 6,000 cavalry. No, 6,000 cavalry. It can't do anything, dude. It's screwed. Dude, that's not how that works, bro. It's going to screw it all up. It's going to screw what up? The tornado? Yeah, the flow. Well, how big is the tornado? Uh, F5. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all those horses are going to get thrown into the air and then tossed miles away. They attacked 20 giant elephants. They could attack tornadoes. There's okay. no, you know what I mean? Dude, did you see Twister? You ever see Twister? Yeah, with the two little girls. What? <laughs> the two oh, yeah, girl- the, the, the drive-in movie theater scene? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Wait, are we talking about the same thing? Yes, we're talking about Twister. That's the one with Bill Paxton. What one's the one with the two little girls at the end of the hallway on the little tricycle? I'm telling you, it's the one we just talked about. Is that it? Huh? 
No, I think it is. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Twister gave me nightmares, bro. Twister gave you nightmares? How come? Because it, it's just terrifying. What do you mean, dude? What are you talking about right now? Twister? Oh, yeah, the movie Twister is terrifying. Uh, It was... I don't think it was terrifying. I loved it. I, I, I love Twister. Twister is one of those movies where I'll come back to it every once in a while on like on uh i'll come back to it on youtube and i'll just rewatch it yo like there's some scenes in that movie that i i freaking love what's the one scene where he goes uh <gasps> he goes uh, dude can you please keep your freaking burps to a minimum dude on a podcast that was a hiccup, was a hiccup. whatever it was dude it sounded awful it sounded awful for anybody listening or watching i'm gonna send you into the get abyss. yourself together dude get yourself together please okay but there's the one scene where he's driving with his ex-wife and they're talking yeah. about his like uh he's talk they're you know, she's asking him like if he's happy. He goes, I I am. Oh no, what's he say? He goes, I'm no, what does he say? He goes, I'm happy. I'm a happy person. I'm happy with my life. I'm happy with the way things are going in my life. I'm happy with 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 And then his ex wife goes, Melissa, I know her name. Yes, I'm happy with Melissa. I am <laughs> Dude, I there's like so many scenes in that movie I could quote. I really wanted to make like just a whole bunch of like TikToks of me just like reenacting scenes from Twister. I don't, I don't remember anything. You don't remember for, anything? No, no, no. Except for the little girls part and the part where they had those little those tracking balls that they put in, into the tornado. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. That's all I remember. You've never seen him miss this house. Miss that house. It come after you. Christ, Joe, is that what you think it did? I don't know. I don't Dad, know. You know as well. Listen to me. If you just talk to me, things go wrong. You can't explain it. You can't whatever it. I'm sorry your dad died, but it was a long time ago. You gotta move on. Quit living in the past and look at what you got right in front of you. What are you saying? Me, Joe! What? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, how do you not know this movie? I love this I movie. I don't remember whatsoever. Oh my god, bro! I, I are you scared of the ocean too? Like I fear everything. No, I, I'm, actually, I'm not scared of the ocean at all. I don't fear anything but the ocean. I'd be scared of like giant octopuses. You don't know what's under you. That's the problem. That's why I said I'm scared of right, right. It's like it's like being in the dark. Like if you were wandering through a dark forest. And this is like 500 years ago, and you've heard tales of like ghosts and monsters and stuff like that. It's not yeah, the forest that's scary; it's the darkness. Correct. Correct. So the it's abyss. like the same thing with the ocean. Like, what's under me? Yeah, out in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's terrifying, bro. Well, that's what I'm saying, bro. Ah. Uh, oh. You didn't get me all freaked out, huh? What are you most scared of? Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna talk Halo in a second. Well, yeah. What am I most scared of when it comes to the ocean? No. If we were riding out together on horses, okay? And <laughs> for me, I don't want to ride towards uh, I don't want to ride towards tornadoes or uh, sharks. What is it you don't want to ride out to? Giant spiders. Spiders? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'd fuck a spider up, bro. A lot of them? Give me some like Attack on Titan uh, swords and I'll I'll tear us. I'll tear I'll Dude, I would tear a, a, like, do you a remember spider the, up. Do you remember the things from... Um, huh? What the fuck was that movie called? The the shaky movie that we saw together. Oh, uh, Cloverfield. 
Cloverfield, those things. Yes. Those, those little things. Oh, the, the little ones. ones. Little ones. That's yeah, the, terrifying. Those were terrifying. I would not want to fight them. You know what I definitely would not want to ride out to? You ever see Edge of Tomorrow? Oh, those aliens? Yeah, the aliens from Edge of Tomorrow? <laughs> Fuck that, yeah, dude. That's... Yo, if those things <laughs> invade the country, if those things invaded Earth, I'm just like, just take me, dude. Give me the shotgun. <laughs> Let me put it in my mouth, dude, because I am not taking those things on. Those things are terrifying. Oh, my God. Would you pull a mist? Huh? At the end? Would you pull the ending of the mist? Oh. I don't... <laughs> Yes, but you know what? I would I would do it very quickly, okay? Because I don't I don't want to shoot my whole family and then the mist clears up and then all of a sudden I'm standing there like an idiot, okay? I'm, that's that's the, that's going quick. Pop 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 real fast, dude. Very Actually, no, I probably want to do that. I'd probably try and survive. You know why? It's in why? my DNA, bro. Even with those crazy aliens. Yeah, dude. You would try to survive with them. Yeah, I think I had like the I think I had like the hero archetype just embedded in my dna it's like what i've like what i've like as a kid bro who who did we who did we play as dude we were always the hero you know right. what i mean dude i always yeah. wanted to be the hero i always wanted to be the guy i always wanted to be like oh my god times are so tough things are so hard right dude like when we're playing as kids and we're pretending we're we're landing dude how old were we when we watched saving private ryan but we're like kids and we're pretending to get shot up like saving yes. private ryan right and we're like <laughs> uh, 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 right and then my green screen's falling all over me but like like as kids dude we have like the pistol in our hand and we're like eh, pop like like shooting the dude in the last second you know what i mean bro like that's that's what i'm talking about dude that's that's deep down my dna i don't think i'm giving up you're gonna go out to the end huh <laughs> you're right there bro no dude keep talking i'm trying to fix this <laughs> i said you're gonna go out to the end <laughs> yeah i want to go out even with no arms or legs or anything <laughs> i'm gonna be it lighting you know what I'm gonna do, bro? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna embody Mel Gibson from The Patriot. I'm gonna teach all my kids how to fight, dude. And then it's just gonna be like me and my sons. They're gonna call me the ghost. I'm gonna go through the forest and just murder aliens or whatever's invading the planet. They're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, dude, this one human, this one human, he he murdered like 50 of us, bro. He was everywhere. But it was really like me and my sons. Demon. The demon. <laughs> the demon. It's a good way to merge into Halo, bro. Yeah, do you want to switch into Halo right now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, tonight we're talking Halo 2. Last week we talked about Halo CE, so go and uh, listen to the Red Spartan Halo podcast on your favorite podcast uh, things. I'm saying that right now because uh, a friend of ours, Slasax, Slaxax, Slasa, S L A X S A X, rated us a couple minutes ago. Um, and so we have some new friends who are in here. So I just wanted to remind everybody, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you can find us. Um, and for anybody who's been listening for a while, if you haven't left a review, please do so. Leave us a review, please. Um, unless it's going to be a bad one. And then you can kind of keep it to yourself if you want. Maybe put it on uh, Twitter or something like that. Anyway, uh, so last week we talked about Halo CE. This week we're talking Halo 2. Jimmy, did you watch the game movie for... Yes. Um, Halo 2? Yes. I watched but, the anniversary edition. Uh, that's what I was going to ask. That's what I was going to ask. Um, was it confusing to you right in the very beginning when you had Spartan Locke talking, talking to the Arbiter? Did that make any sense to you? Uh, yeah, well, he wanted to... I guess assassinate him? Yeah, so it's a little bit confusing unless you're aware of some of the other marketing leading up to uh, 
Halo 5. So in Halo 5, that Spartan, Spartan Locke, is hunting yeah. down the Master Chief. Right. So before Halo 5 came out, that Halo 2 anniversary had something to kind of introduce us a little bit to Spartan Locke. And the cool thing about the cutscene is that it really, it really demonstrates how Halo 2 is kind of the story of the Arbiter more so than it is the Master Chief. Um, and it's neat because it, it, it shows in that cutscene, the Arbiter kind of turns around and then it starts going into the story of Halo 2 as we remember it. And of course, the story of Halo 2 starts out with the Arbiter uh, on trial. Um, the Arbiter, obviously, well, no, I shouldn't say obviously because some people might be listening to this who haven't played through Halo 2. The Arbiter is the was the commanding um i guess admiral i don't know what the title is shipmaster uh for the covenant i don't know what their titles are uh but he was the guy who was in charge of of chasing the pillar of autumn uh which is obviously the ship that master chief was on in halo one um so that's what that whole beginning part was about it was spartan lock talking to arbiter and that's that really has to do with the Halo Five campaign. So, Jimmy, kind of, uh, what what did you write a list again of like things that kind of stood out to you or things that you want to talk about? I have some things that are sort of a little bit more uh, lesser known that I want to talk about that are that I think are is kind of interesting. But let me let me hear what you came up with or what you thought of. Lesser known? What do you mean? Just like overall material in the game? Yeah. So, like, like uh, let me give you one of those things right off the bat. There was a yeah. version of the game when they were coming up with like how the story is going to go. There was a version of the game where Miranda Keys, who is the daughter of Captain Keys, okay, the same guy who got killed in Halo One, uh, his daughter is Miranda Keys. She is also a uh, an officer in the Navy. She she pilots a ship. I say pilots a ship, but that's really she's the captain of a ship. I should say. Um, and in this yeah. alternate version of the game, which they ended up not going with, she actually struck a deal with the Prophets. The Prophets wanted Chief dead, and she wants Chief dead because she blames him for the death of her father. Father. Um, yeah, father. Uh, and so there was an alternate version of that game where uh, basically you would be fighting against, not necessarily fighting against humans, but there would be a human who was trying to get the Master Chief killed, striking a deal with the Prophets. So that's that's like a little bit lesser known um, fact about Halo 2 that I think is kind of interesting from a different kind of like narrative perspective. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I was going to say, because like <laughs> Halo 2 was the original like... Oh yeah. I remember, I played through that one so oh, yeah. many times. Oh yeah. It was... It was I, see the only issue I had with it, it was like we had to destroy the ring again. You know what I mean? No. Like I know they did it, but I'm just saying yeah, they like, didn't. I, but it was like they they made it seem so. Did they? Like you're, oh, here's another ring. Right. It's gonna destroy everything. What do we have to do? You that's an interesting. Mean? That's a very interesting take because I actually feel the complete opposite from you. I thought that they did a really good job putting us back on a Halo with a completely different job. Like they sort of like. Could you imagine if we had to play through the library again or if we had to do everything the same exact way? What I really liked about Halo 2 is like it took it, it like it, it was almost realistic in a way. Like it took the knowledge that they had from Halo 1 and they're basically yeah. like, "Hey, look, here's the thing that we have to get. Here's where we have to go." And all of that stuff basically happens with the characters that you're not playing as. So the Arbiter has a job that he's doing. The Master Chief has a job that he's doing, right? At first he's defending Earth, okay? But then when they get yeah. to the Halo, his whole job in the beginning at least 
is to kill the prophet of regret. So it's not like he, it's not like you as the player have to sort of repeat all the steps that you had to do in Halo CE. Instead, it's the other characters in the story kind of doing all those things without you even having to go through all the long process. So I actually really like that with Halo 2. That they no, I, I like that too. I was going to mention that with the Arbiter or whatnot too. Okay. I didn't get so unless I missed it, the chief kills regret right yes but regret ends up with that monster alive right yes how's that what's that about so you know when the flood okay so there's a flood reanimates it uh no not exactly so do you remember the mission where um or there's the, there's a moment there's the mission Delta Halo and then there's the second part of that mission which is where you end up killing the prophet. There's a part where uh, Master Chief. Okay, so the Covenant finds out. Okay, so on the mission you're going through those underwater things and during that Cortana is decrypting messaging going between Regret and the other two prophets and the prophet of regret is apologizing to the other prophets about going to earth he's like hey look i didn't realize they were there i'm sorry that i attacked i didn't mean to jump the gun uh please forgive me i need help and so uh truth responds saying like yeah you shouldn't have gone we're kind of pissed off at you but we're on our way basically and so Cortana makes a comment. She says, um, you know, we're going to go kill the prophet. But honestly, it sounds like you're going to be doing truth a favor. So truth was really pissed off at regret. So you end up going and killing the prophet of regret, which kind of works out for truth because you realize that uh, as time goes on, truth is trying to consolidate power. There's three prophets, but yeah. by the end of Halo 2, there's only one prophet. Uh, right. So truth is okay with you killing regret, basically. And that's why he lets the other prophet die a little bit later on in the story because of the flood. Um, but when the tent, when Chief abandons that place where he kills regret, he jumps into the water. The grave mind flood uh, tentacle comes up and pulls John down. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the same thing happened with the prophet of regret. Basically, it just happens off screen. You don't see it. So the grave mind was able to grab. Yes, reanimates. Sure. If there's a okay. dead, if there's a dead life form, the flood can reanimate it. Um. So he would have grabbed regret and pulled him down as well. Okay. So here's yeah, another right. here's another little tidbit for you. Ready for this? Yeah. Um. You know that scene with the grave mind where he has the prophet of regret, but then he also has the monitor for that installation. Yes. Okay. When he, that grave mind captured the monitor for that installation, the monitor was no longer able to do maintenance on the Halo ring. That's why all the Forerunner ruins are around. That Halo looks old, like it's been wearing, like like nature sort of been consuming all the Forerunner buildings and everything like that. In Halo right. One, all the Forerunner structures were clean; they were all metallic. They all had lights. In Halo Two, everything looks like it's older, falling apart. That's because the monitor was captured by the Gray Mind and wasn't able to do all the maintenance on that Halo, like Three Four Three was able to do on Installation Zero Four. So I thought that was kind of like a little interesting thing that you don't really realize until somebody points it out to you. It's like, oh yeah. No, I, Everything, like everything was kind of old looking. Yeah. Okay. 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 That 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 game had the cinematics in that game was like phenomenal. I still can't believe they, they can't make a movie out of it. Yeah, it would be a very uh, expensive I, movie. But look, those those if you look at the cutscenes alone, it's about an hour long. 
So yeah, they're really good. It's not like they don't have the budget. Oh my god, that one scene where Master Chief uh, gives the Covenant back their bomb on Cairo oh, yeah. Station, and just sick. watching the ships get blown up in space, dude, it's so beautiful to watch the uh, the anniversary edition. It looks so good. It looks so good. Yeah, I was because I remember originally playing through and it looks ten times better on anniversary obviously. Oh yeah. So it's like I didn't watch it ever on anniversary. So I'm watching it on anniversary. I'm like, this oh. is like this is like movie quality shit yes. right here. It looks really <laughs> good. I'm like, this is awesome. It looks I was, really I was loving good. it. It looks really good. I mean they I, I did such like, an amazing job. I feel like the game though it 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 wore off towards the end. Like the hype. Uh for Halo two Does that you- make sense? Hey, yeah, Halo 2, yeah. Tell me a little bit more. What do you th- what do you think? I it just it just I don't know. I, I love the epic battles and all that. So the beginning of it was so cool for me. And then adding in the Arbiter and the uh uh what the hell are they called? The Prophets. Uh huh. And all that. I don't know, it just it took from that from me for a little from a little for a little bit. So it's like T- tell me a little bit about the epicness at the beginning of the game. Just just the sh- Covenant ships boarding, uh, all the pretty much trying to board the ships, and then the okay. other, and then them blowing up the uh, the larger ones. The I, don't, Mal- I forget what they're called. The Malta and the Athens. Yeah, yeah, that was that was so cool. Yeah, and then obviously Chief getting the bomb onto the, uh, Get the Covenant, Covenant ships back too. Their bomb. Yeah, and yeah, then the it's fight a hell of an intro. Earth. It's a hell the of an fight intro. on Earth too with the Scarab and all that. Oh my God. Okay, I see what you're saying now. I see what you're saying. And then I don't know. It's just more of the epic, the epic, larger scale battle stuff. Fine tunes me more as a person. Well, you're gonna love Halo Three then. Halo Three, Halo Three had all the bit. You might actually want to consider playing through Halo Three uh, instead of just watching the game movie. Halo Three had all the big battles. Um, I can't tell you how many scarabs you fight in that game. It, it might be four or six. I mean, there's a lot of scarabs that you fight in that game. The right. warfare is huge. I mean, there's the one map where it's just like everybody's fighting up in the air it's literally like it really is very similar to the third act of the original star wars trilogy where you have you know instead of the jedis you have the arbiter and chief doing their thing on the ground you have everybody fighting up in space right um and then you have you know everybody fighting on the ground too so it's like it's this cool i'm looking I'm looking forward to three, four, and five because I don't remember those campaigns whatsoever. Yeah, three and here, Halo Two is sort of the I felt like was sort of the last campaign that kind of had like a tongue-in-cheek sort of comedy to it a little bit. Um, yeah, it came that was there and present in Halo One, very present in Halo Two. Halo Three, you'll notice it's it's much more epic and much more dramatic and a little bit less comedic. Um, right. And that's because, of, I mean, they had a whole bunch of issues with production for Halo 3 as well. Everybody was, like, burnt out from Halo 2. Um, this is at one point where they had, like, no leader for Halo 3. They were just like, uh, who's going to be in charge of this? Um, oh, my God. Yeah, Halo, Halo 3, everybody talked about Halo 2 being such a mess, and it was. But it left everybody so burnt out that Halo 3 was, Halo 3 suffered because of that. Halo 3 suffered from the trials of Halo 2 in terms of production. I didn't even realize that. What, what game did the best? What do you mean? Like what Con game? Release. What game didn't burn everybody out? No, like what game made the most money for? Oh, I'm sure Halo Three or maybe Halo Reach. Halo Reach. Yeah, I mean you have to think like 
Halo 2 was such a big deal. But Halo 3 sold way more and had way more people playing. Way more people had an Xbox 360 than had the original Xbox. So when Halo 2 came out, there just there wasn't the install base that you have for Halo 3. So I got the information right here. Yeah, go for it. It says, it says Halo 5. It's the highest selling one? Yeah, highest... Uh, Best-selling Halo launch and fastest-selling Xbox One exclusive game to date. Yeah, that makes sense. But that's Xbox One game. What about between all the Halo games? See this. That's what's saying with all the Halo games. Oh, okay. Biggest Halo launch was Halo Five. That doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me. People were really hype for Halo Five. And really? you know what I kind of want to do, Jim? I almost want you to watch, like, the marketing. Some of the videos, some of the advertisements for Halo 5, and then watch Halo 5. Because right. what the game was shown to be versus what the game finally was, it was clear a lot was cut out. And I can't wait for somebody to write a book on that. It was clear there was a lot taken out of Halo 5. Because some of the cutscenes just sort of ended. And it was like, oh, was this actually over? <laughs> This is confusing though, because it's telling. I have something else telling me that Halo Four, Halo Five, and Halo Three had similar copies sold. Okay. So I don't know. That would make sense. That would make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. I mean, Halo Two was large at the time, but gaming was much larger three years after Halo Two came out. I mean, Halo 2 on Xbox Live is partly what blew up. It's not what partly. It blew up online gaming. Once online gaming got going on console, I mean, so many more people ended up getting onto Xbox. So when the Xbox 360 launched, you had way more people buying Xbox 360 than ever had the original Xbox. So just more people had the opportunity to get Halo 3, to get Halo 4, to get Halo Reach uh, than they did for Halo 2. Right. Yeah, I don't remember. You know, you all, you know this more in detail than I do. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. So tell me more about the game. Uh, what you were watching, what you were, what you were seeing, what, what else was standing out to you? This one, I went. I'll be honest with you. I, I went through a lot faster because I was limited on time. Okay. Um, the ending, I was a little confused about. All right. What? was that ship that chief was on at the end yeah so the forerunners had ships uh that's called the dreadnought okay okay it's a forerunner ship it's not a covenant okay. ship it's not a human ship it's a forerunner ship high right. charity was built around that ship um the covenant sort of worshipped not worshipped but well sort of worshipped um forerunner technology in a way um, and so that was, that is in the middle of high charity because of its importance to the covenant. Okay. Uh, um, and I don't know, I don't know the background on that ship specifically, like how they got it, who discovered it and everything like that. But that right. ship is what the prophet of truth is on. So when the prophet of truth escapes from high charity because of the flood infestation, he gets on to the dreadnought, which then flies to earth. And Chief is on it. And Chief is on that. Okay. Now, in terms of the other Halos, what are they trying to establish with the other Halos? What do you mean? Like, what? 
just think pretend I'm a third grader when it comes to this. Okay. What at the end of the you know how they're projecting all the halos and yes. how they could be connected and whatnot? Yeah. What are they trying what are they trying to show there? What is this the franchise trying to show there? Alright, so in Halo two they are on installation zero five. Yeah. Okay. They're on the fifth Halo. There are seven Halos in total. Okay. In Halo, is this including the one destroyed? Yes. So in Halo One, and this is good for Halo for when we get into Halo Three. In Halo okay. One, you destroy Installation Zero Four. Okay. In Halo Two, you are on Installation Zero Five. Okay. Okay. Installation Zero Five gets turned on to get activated. Right. But then it gets shut down. Right. So it goes into kind of like a uh, like a standby mode. Kind of like, hey, uh, what do you want us to do here? Now, could life still operate on the Halos with, with it being on standby? I don't get that part. Yeah. The only okay. part that's on standby is the... It's just a weapon part? Is the firing of the ring. Yeah. Okay. Now, the now, reason why they're... Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, the reason why there's seven Halo rings is because they have been strategically positioned throughout the galaxy. So that way, when all seven of them fire off, they're able to cover the widest area possible eliminating as much life as possible why would they want to do this so mm, how much do i want to get into here because it's just interesting to me like as the story goes i guess i could wait no i mean a little bit of it's answered in halo one if you think about it the ring was destroyed or the ring was created in order to destroy the flood's food so Wait, wait, hold on, real quick. Let's yep. back up. Yeah. If this thing was a weapon, uh huh. Why, why can, why is there life on it? Like, why is there like, is like a whole other world on it? Pretty so much. So it, it, it has two purposes. It is a weapon, but it's also a containment facility. Okay. So it's like half research, half weapon. The forerunners built many worlds like this they built uh do you know what a is it a dyson sphere no that's like a the one that goes around the sun no that's like a fourth dimensional circle i think a dyson sphere yeah it sounds like from like guardians of the galaxies or uh the avengers yeah it's basically like a planet within a planet like there's a planet shell that is protecting the planet on the inside of it the forerunners built a bunch of those as well in order to okay. to protect themselves from different things so the halo is just like i guess they they found use of it to be a place where you can kind of walk around and have life forms um you know what maybe i don't know a really great answer for why like why isn't it just this weapon what's the purpose of having an atmosphere what's the purpose i think all of that is for like research purposes and the forerunners created that too, right? Correct. Yeah, the forerunners created the halos. Yeah. So the place where the forerunners created the halos is. I'm just trying to get caught up on like. Yeah, the, I understand. On screen, I mean, because I'm going through this again. I'm like, Jesus Lord, this is a lot. Like, it's a lot. It's limited what they give you, but a lot to think about. Right. So um, that's that's why I'm asking questions. So. No, you're fine, dude. Please ask away. So the arc. 
is the place where you can activate a halo remotely. Okay. The okay. arc is where they originally, I believe this is right, is where they originally fired off all the halos. And they I killed everything a, in the universe. In I the could galaxy. be wrong. It killed everything in the galaxy, but then the forerunners repopulated all the planets with their own species to kind of restart the galaxy. What? what? So what's the point of destroying the galaxy then? To stop the flood. What? So there's a there was a great war where the flood I mean, and you can kind of you can sort of imagine all this, right? Like, okay, why did the forerunners develop a weapon to destroy the flood? Okay, well the flood were invading the forerunner space, okay? And the forerunners were losing. They were not beating yep. back the flood. They were not able to beat the flood. They were losing, they were losing, they were losing. So okay. they didn't have time to come up with a cure for the flood. They didn't have time to do anything else. They decided, hey, the only thing that we can do to stop this 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 awful evil thing is by destroying everything okay but the four okay so this is getting a little bit into the background of halo 4 a little bit but i i don't mind getting into it a little bit too a little bit here um the forerunners had i'm trying to think of a way to explain it so it makes sense the forerunners had a responsibility given to them i'll say the forerunners had a responsibility to make sure life in the galaxy was continuing. Okay, imagine aliens came here, Jimmy, to stop us from nuking each other. Right? Yeah. It's kind of like what the forerunners were for the entire galaxy. Like, hey, hey, stop that! Hey, knock this off! Hey, don't do that! So they're sort of like the protectors of life in the galaxy. Okay. Okay. And they felt and like they're they were ancient. Right, they're ancient. And they were failing because the flood was just consuming everything. So they decided to wipe out everything. But they had, because of the, all the little research centers and everything like that, they had the DNA. They had the actual life forms, the actual beings to ship out into space onto their respective planets. So Earth was the home world of the humans because the Forerunner okay. sent bunch of humans to earth after they fired all the rings okay i i had a whole different view of this so this is why i'm, I'm so glad i'm going over this what, what was your view of it or what was part I, of it i just i thought the forerunners are like evil like an ancient evil in a, in a way i don't know well it's not like they were good or bad um uh, but does like Go ahead. I don't know. I was gonna say, like, so the chief. So, did the forerunners create the humans? Forerunners didn't create humans. Yeah. But the forerunners got humans back onto Earth. Okay. Now, chief helps the Gungans, right? Yeah. Yeah. He helps them with the diplomacy with the Trade Federation. What the hell are you doing right now? Yes. <laughs> or no. Get that just... Star Wars shit out of here. God damn it. I like the Gungans and the Wookiees. <sighs> uh, different franchise there, Jimmy. <laughs> different franchise. Um, so it's probably like the Gungans. What the fuck? Yeah. And hopefully they, they're going to leave us a bad review. By the way, I just checked. We have a four-star review. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. And it's from somebody we know. I'm going to get him to change it. Who, who is it? I don't want to put his name out there. 
I'll tell him, I'll be like, hey, did you mean to leave four stars? If you did, that's okay, but I just want to double so check. So trolling you, bro. Although four stars makes it look more legit, you know? I guess. <laughs> You're like, I guess. Um... But yeah, That's so so yeah, so Halo Two. Sorry, I was just being making a joke. You're being making a joke. Yeah, I was no making worries, a joke. Ah, there's Darkly. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so that's Halo Two for you. Okay. Any other questions about the story or about the plot that wasn't making yeah, sense? I, I'm excited to go through the, the next couple because it's gonna free free my mind up a little bit. I I was like I kind of had a. Unfortunately, rush rush through the Halo Two. Yeah, well, you have a game. whole week to maybe watch Halo Three, so maybe you can watch it. I know, I know, yeah. I know. Bust on me, you know. What do you want me to do? Good God! No, huh? Jesus Christ! I'm just dude. messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But so, yeah, so Halo 2, another interesting thing about Halo 2 is Halo 2 was supposed to end with the Master Chief on Earth. Like, Why didn't they do that? Uh, like Halo 3 wasn't, like Halo 3's whole story was basically in Halo 2 originally. They cut back a lot of content from Halo 2. A lot. They cut back a lot. I think like the first half of Halo 3 was supposed to be in Halo 2. <sighs> Damn. Yeah. What they changed to to Bun, they changed from Bungie to Halo Four, right? It was three three four three is Halo Four and Five. And yeah, Reach. So Bungie made Reach and then basically handed the torch right after they launched Reach. Ah. Uh, so Halo Anniversary, Halo C E anniversary was a three four three project. Gotcha. Okay. But I'm glad that game that. came with DLC maps for Halo Reach though. Right. So three four three was doing the support for. They were supporting the game. Bungie made the game and then kind of pieced out. And they did Destiny. Yep. Then they did Destiny. I didn't like Destiny. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it either. I tried to get into it. Um, all right, so you you feel like you're all caught up on the story? You feel like you're all good there? I kind of dumped yeah. a lot of info, and, and part of me thinks that maybe I shouldn't have done that because some of it's explained later on. But No, I appreciate it. Because for me, this Halo 2 is just more epic to me. I don't know. I, well, there's a nostalgia that comes with it. But honestly, yeah, I think it was the greatest story. Um, it's the only Halo I can think of that had a real character development with any of its characters. I mean, if you look at Halo 1, Master Chief is pretty much the same all the way through the entire game. Cortana is pretty much the same throughout the entire game. Captain right. Keys is pretty much the same throughout the entire... Nobody really changed. There wasn't a whole lot of character development in Halo CE. Uh, Halo 2, the best character that was developed was the Arbiter. He starts out. He is a commander... He's stripped of all of his power. He's given the mark of shame. It's burned into his chest. You know, he basically, he's, he's canceled. <laughs> he's basically canceled within the covenant. He can't lead any more troops. He can't do any of that. And he is given a... It, it's kind of an interesting story of redemption, really, because um, he's sort of rebirthed in the role of the Arbiter. 
And when he takes on the role, he accepts it knowing that he's going to die. He accepts right. the role knowing, okay, I'm going to die, but at least I can have my honor restored by finishing as an arbiter. Um, and you know what's really interesting, man? I'm so bummed because when he goes to that facility, oh, that mining facility or, or whatever that facility is, where the arbiter goes for the first mission where you play as the arbiter, yeah. that is very geographically closely um it's close to the original halo installation zero four okay that's why the oracle was there that's why three for three guilty spark was there so three for three guilty spark is floating around the halo ring blows up he's sort of wandering through space like what the fuck well what do i do now he sees that thing he heads to it then he starts talking to the guy who eventually becomes the heretic and tells him what the halo is all about so in truth tells the arbiter hey you got to go kill this guy this guy's been talking to 343 guilty spark and had a similar conversation to the one that cortana had with guilty spark where the heretic learns oh the halos are meant to destroy everything and, and that's why he's like guys the prophets are lying to us this this ring is not redemption this ring is not going to save us it's going to destroy us and then truth is like, hey, you got to go and silence this guy. So there's a scene where uh, the whole mission is basically you chasing this guy, this this heretic as the arbiter. And the arbiter finally catches up with him. The guy says, hey, listen, everything the prophets are saying is false. It's not true. And look who told right. me. The, or the, this, this, the oracle told me. And the arbiter goes, oh, my God, it's an oracle. And... The heretic says, listen to what the oracle has to tell you. And the arbiter starts listening. But then the heretic pulls out his guns and starts shooting at the arbiter, interrupting everything. I think the arbiter was open to hearing about what the halo was actually about. He was actually open to listening to the oracle, but then the heretic started firing on him. And part of me wonders what would have happened if the heretic had more trust that the arbiter was actually willing to listen to 343 Guilty Spark. Maybe the arbiter actually would have been converted right there. So then after he kills the heretic, uh, 343 starts talking to him, but then gets interrupted because Tartarus comes with the gravity hammer and sucks the little light bulb away, throws it up into the ship. And the Arbiter's yeah. like, hey, dude, like, it's my job to take him back or like, be careful with that thing. Um, he never gets a chance to actually listen to what 343 Guilty Spark has to say. Then there's the scene where the prophets bring the Arbiter in and they say, look at what the Oracle has shown us. He's shown us the sacred icon. So the Arbiter is getting all of his information like he's not getting the full picture of what the rings are about. He's not able to get the full picture. He's not able to get the full explanation. He's interrupted twice. He's once interrupted by the heretic. Then he's interrupted again by Tartarus. Two different times he was almost told about what was going on with the ring. Finally, the grave mind tells him. And, you know, it, it like narratively, it's almost like, hold on a second. We're supposed to believe that the Arbiter is just all of a sudden going to like just turn and all of a sudden believe everything. But... Uh, you know, the Arbiter was betrayed by the prophets moments before and the Gravemind found the Arbiter and instead of converting him, found him and went, hey, you know what? I can use this guy as a soldier. Hmm. And um, that's when he, then he takes Chief and he takes the Arbiter and he has them both kind of search uh, two different spots to find the icon, which ends up being the Arbiter. I have such a random question. Sure. Do they ever tell you in the Halo universe how they are they they're able to jump planet to planet? Who jumps planet to planet? In different star systems and all that. Is there any like explanation of how they're able to 
light pretty much light speed across the universe different spots yeah yeah are you gonna tell me how they do it it's called the shaw fukuchigama or something or other it's what? A, it was an engine that was developed which then allowed humans to go through slip space so it's not a light speed but it's a slip space so it's more akin to creating a wormhole than it is to like Star Wars where you just go really fast. Okay. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if they ever explained that in like the books or whatnot. whatnot. Yeah, once the technology so once the technology was developed, they explained it in the books. Once the technology was developed, then humans were able to go to different star systems because now they had slip space. Slip space. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, you got it, buddy. I was just curious on that. You got it. I don't know why my mind was wandering there because I've been watching a show lately that kind of that is there's like that wor- the wormhole effect going. So I'm like, I really like. I, I can't even talk tonight. What am I? What am I you trying okay, to say, dude? <laughs> kind of have a stroke. Did you drink coffee? Did you have Alpha Brain? Did you do anything, or are you just going in, had, coming into this little blind? No, I had uh, whatever. I had dude. a donut. I had a chocolate donut. Yeah, that's why you sound like an idiot, dude. You just put sugar in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. My, whatever, no, I, dude. But all, of all seriousness, though, yeah. that thing that happened is it's not going to be good. Huh? What are you talking about? Are you being random right now? Dude, Jesus Christ, bro. Sometimes I hate you. Sometimes I hate you. People are like, what the hell is he talking about? Um, dude, you have me so confused right there. But no. Yeah. So I don't know. That's it for Halo 2, I guess. I guess there's not... They're not not much more to talk about with Halo 2 unless you have anything else. I feel like you hate me sometimes because I don't have enough Halo knowledge as you. And I think that's kind of... No. It doesn't have to do with the Halo knowledge. I'm just asking you if you if there was anything else. This isn't sounds- like school where you have to have something. This is just me like literally just asking. Like, okay, we went through Halo 1. We went through Halo 2. I I know it's like anti-transhumanist, but... I. <laughs> what are you about to say right now? <laughs> Do you know what that is? No. A transhumanist? No, what's that? Becoming another species? No. What is it? Transhumanism. (laughs) Why are you so quiet? I'm just waiting for you to explain. All right, so transhumanism <laughs> it advocates for the transformation of human condition by developing and making widely available sophisticated technologies able to modify or enhance human intellect or psychology. Transhumanism. Okay. And I think I've become a transhumanist. All right, so I guess we're done with Halo. Go ahead, explain what uh, you're talking about. Well, no, you can look at it. In Master Chief's version, okay, I mean it's it's more physical for Chief, but with the I mean, armor. Think, well, no. Do you think Chief's intellect is increased too, or no? Yeah, it is. Well, he was already really smart. Okay, so that's transhumanism. And I think that you're like I think there's some anti-transhumanism going on. So I I don't know. I I just think you should be more aware about those things. Is transhumanism relegated to a single person? Or is it humanity as a whole? Humanity as a whole for the better of humanity. Okay, so whoever developed whoever developed like irrigation was contributing to transhumanism? 
No. <laughs> okay. No, hold on. No, yeah, there's different types of transhumanist. All right. Oh my god. Okay. I mean, you. I guess. I guess you could consider that. I mean, that's like the super early. There's artificial general intelligence. Okay. Okay. There's a mine uploading. There's a mega scale engineering. Dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about, dude. I'm. This, no, you're just naming is, things. You're just naming things. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's the types of transhumanism. Like the types. <laughs> why are you shaking your head at me? Because I don't know what you're talking about. How about molecular uh, manufacturing? No, dude, you 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 just you lost me, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Transhumanism. I, I it was what it, like. Uh, okay, give me an example of a transhumanism. <laughs> like AI in your head. Okay, an artificial oh. intelligence in my brain yes. would be transhumanistic. Correct. Because it betters all of society. Yeah, so it would be better humans. Better humans. So it'd be better humans if everybody had an AI in their head helping them. Yes, like metaphysics and stuff like that. Now, is it relegated just to your body, or can it be something like a utility, like a tool? Like when we uh, developed the wheel, was that contributing to transhumanism? Well, yes, it could, yeah, exactly, because space colonization is part of that too. Okay, so the irrigation thing would be transhumanistic. A very early version of it, yes. Okay. What? I don't know. <laughs> All right. So, what was your question? <laughs> Wait, what were we talking about? I don't know, dude. You're the one who put us on this on this rail. So you better you better continue it. No, you're just gonna get I was I, I was just saying that trans I think I don't know. I, I where am I even at with this? Why were we talking about this? You mentioned something about it. No, I didn't. <laughs> what? No, I didn't. You just look, you just launched into this transhumanism thing. And I'm like, okay, I'll go along for oh, this ride. No, I know what it was about. It was from the whole wormhole theory. Right. 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 Do you think that like spiritual all right, so you got God, right? <laughs> okay. I got God. So you got the different gods and different religions, right? So there's different gods and different religions. Are you talking yeah, everybody like... everybody has their own version of God, and then there's the spiritual folk, and then there's a whole... And then there's a transhumanist. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on, okay? You're losing me a little bit. Are we including, <laughs> like, Greek and Roman mythology? Yes, everything. Okay. But let's just stick with the most legit... Okay. <laughs> this god is more legit than this other god. Oh boy. Well, there's different like there's different religions and spiritual traditions, you know what I mean? There's what does what? Say that again. All right. There's different religions and spiritual traditions. Okay. Do you do you think that it all points to like a All right. So there's a spiritual person and then there's a person of God. Right, like Christianity or or uh, uh, Muslim or I don't know. It could be any different religion. And I'm not. This is a deal with anything. I'm just making the point when it comes to a transhumanist. Okay. Okay. Transhumanist is, it's it's not spiritual. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. But like, do you think that there's a connection between the spiritual realm and the the realm of what humans can create from matter in their own world? I want you to say that sentence again. Do you think there's a connection between the spiritual realm okay. and the realm of matter in which humans exist in? <laughs> okay. okay, first off, I want to point out, you did not say the sentence again. Okay, you did two different sentences there, but somehow included all the same words. <laughs> so, why don't you say the sentence a third time so I can understand maybe. All right, do you think there's a there's connection a, a connection between the spiritual realm? Yeah, the spiritual and, realm and, and just the realm that we're in, the the 3D space and time. Yeah, but we there's a little bit more to it because of of our technology. Like, all right, for example, we can pick up a phone, I could call you right now and you hear can. your voice across the country. Yes. It's all it's all invisible, right? Same thing with the internet. Like we can't see it. We literally just can't see it with our senses. But we, can we can't see it, but that to 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 take that sense in. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying. I'm following. Do you, you. think? Do you think there's a, a there can be or will be a connection between like that between the spiritual realm if there is a spiritual. So realm. if we de- like, will we develop like a spiritual radio? Correct. Or do you think there already is? If there's a spiritual realm that exists, yes. then I think it's quite possible that we could develop some kind of technology to tap into it. Sure. Okay. Why not? But if it doesn't exist, obviously we cannot connect to it. Well, no. Right. Right. So that, I mean, as a transhumanist, I think that we should consider all possibilities. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Are you a transhumanist? Yes. Are you starting a cult? I think I should because I think I'm pretty good at it, but, um, (laughs) what? I don't know. I mean, do you want to make this like the the official presentation for my cult? Sure, go for it, bro. I've just never heard of a transhumanist before. And so you're talking about spiritual things. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, I like to include all different realms. You know what I mean? No. Like, but we, okay. we ha- as a transhumanist, we have to include the spiritual realm, the godly realm. Right. That's you, that's you bro. Me? It's not me. Look, it's not me. What? I thought you were a, a man of God. What did you call me? A godly man? Yeah. I think those two things would be different. Okay. Well, anyway. Dude, you be crazy, though. I tell you all, all this. If, like, aliens came and they said they had a, a person came to them named Jesus, that'd be wild. Wait, say that again? <laughs> if aliens came down to us and communicated with us somehow, some way. Yeah. And they said... They found out that they that we had a person named Jesus come to us, and, and they, had, they a had a person named Jesus on their world. That'd be crazy. Be like, Who is this Jesus guy? Yeah, especially I'm, especially if you looked at Middle Eastern, they'd be like, "What the hell is this guy?" Listen, I'm just trying to I'm trying to include you in the conversation, so I'm trying to. As a anti-transhumanist, I think that you should probably consider different options. For you said the, I'm an anti-transhumanist? Yes. Why do you think that? Because you're not including the human race, the route of the human race intellectually. and I'm not considering uh, it? No, you're not. 
100%. Oh, okay. I'm not considering it for what or with what. What? When you said that, I'm not considering it. Yeah. What is the consideration about? Dude, there are people banging their heads against the walls right now. Oh, why? What are they saying? Can because, we answer something? No, because they have no idea what you're talking about or what you're saying. I talk about transhumanism, spirituality, and religions. All right? Okay. I think there's a connection between them all. Okay. And there could be. But I don't know if the spiritual realm really exists. There's some people who say it does. Some people who say it doesn't. Right. It could be a third dimension, a fourth dimension, a fifth dimension, negative four dimension. I, I have no idea. I think dimensions work in the negatives, but maybe. <laughs> who freaking knows, dude? We have no idea. Yeah, it's true. Maybe. <laughs> Boy, a anyway. negative third dimension sounds interesting. What would that be? Hmm. I guess that would be like the upside down. <laughs> the upside down? Yeah, you know in Stranger Things how there's like a parallel dimension? Yeah. Yeah, so maybe like the upside down is sort of like a parallel dimension, but it's the negative. So it would be... The regular dimension? No. Wait. So, like, you know how we have like, so let's about. consider let's consider the time and space that we're in. Let's just consider that the third dimension, since we use three dimensions. Well, we really okay. kind of use four because we're going through time, but we're only going through time in one direction right now, and we can't move about time the same way that we can move about the other three dimensions. Okay, so we're gonna just go with we're in the third dimension. Okay. Okay. But it's not exactly the case. Well, I guess it is that, okay, so we can move around in the third dimension. We can't move around in the fourth dimension because we can't time travel. Okay, you with me? Yeah, go. Okay, so let's say there was, let's say there were negative dimensions, okay? If there were okay. negative dimensions, then that would mean that there's a third dimension, but then there's also a negative third dimension, okay? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so if there's a negative third dimension, maybe what that is is the sort of like opposite world or the upside down or uh you know w you know it's it's something like kind of like our world but in a different way like maybe in the negative third dimension you and i are some other type of creatures maybe you and i are some other type of creatures in the negative third dimension and our whole our whole goal in the negative third dimension is to kill ourselves in the regular third dimension and then eventually as technology progresses we accidentally open a portal to the negative dimensions and then finally all of the beings on the other side try and come into this one to murder all their counterparts are they are they living like live they're living beings not spiritual beings right they're yeah. like evil no they'd be living beings right okay yeah so, then what's our purpose then to just live Hmm. Well, if their purpose is to kill, then we would be the opposite of that. So our purpose is to give birth. Live. Give birth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our our goal in this realm is to reproduce. The goal of their realm is to to end, to non non-produce. Yeah, but how would they get produced if their whole maybe goal they're, is... Maybe they're stuck there. What? Hmm. This is crazy. Okay, maybe, maybe they're sort of trapped there, 
but they have like small effects on the regular third dimension. So maybe they're actively trying to get into the third dimension right now and they can't get here physically. So what they do is they try and do things to like sort of put their energy on the other side. Right. And so they're basically kind yeah. of like you ever seen the movie final destination. Yeah. So you know how death is just kind of like chasing people. Right. So it's like that, except that there there's one for all of us trying to do it. And an the actual only- physical being. Yeah, an actual physical being who is okay. somehow able to interact in the third dimension where we live, and they're basically the ones who are like collapsing trees on people and stuff like that, but they're just limited in their ability to affect us. Okay. Until the portal opens when they can come in and kill us themselves. Oh my god. Dude, that sounds wild, bro. Yeah. Dude, I really hope... I mean, oh, it seems and like... you know how we die? You know how yeah, like yeah. we die and then we're gone from this realm? Yeah, the only way that they can kind of move on, so it's like a birth for them. So in order for them to be born, right, their birth is them leaving their dimension. For us, our death is us leaving the dimension. For them, their birth is leaving the dimension. Okay, in order for them to be born, oh my god, this is like the aliens in the Great Journey. In order for Jesus. them to be born, they have to yeah. murder their counterpart. But how were they born to begin with? They weren't born. They were deathed. What? Their their existence is their death. Alright, so okay. I got you. So they're in a negative version of the exactly. constant. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Whew. Damn, bro. But then we learn we can be born again. If only we murder our counterpart. That's the sequel. How far the negatives go? Infinite. The realms. Infinite. Just infinite amount? Of realms? Yeah. 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 Holy shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Yo. Uh, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should be like taking some edibles I feel like I should be high right now yeah (laughs) (laughs) I'm still waiting for the government to change out the batteries on the birds the government aren't doing any bro they can barely function themselves dude they are not doing anything you want them to do trust me well that's what the whole the the COPA thing is a cover up you know that right oh my god everybody's inside so they can change out all the batteries on all the birds no not (laughs) so stupid <laughs> that's so dumb, dude. That's so dumb. It's Good true. God. I mean, you think about it. Was the last time you've seen a bird? I see them all the time. Well, it's it's winter time, dude. Exactly. It's perfect timing for to change all change the, birds. the batteries. Yeah, and all the bees too, and all the insects. Although I do wonder that where the hell do all the insects go? Back to the bunkers. Why aren't they freezing to out death? the batteries? Like, how come the wasps? aren't freezing to death what's up it's a good question what's up what's up google it what's up why are they how are they alive all right so you know ufo people have religions that doesn't surprise me uh there's one called uh a realism a realism sounds i don't know if i'm pronouncing it right it sounds like they worship trains (laughs) no there's a church and everything yeah you should join it. How come you haven't joined one of these? 
It teaches that an extraterrestrial species known as the Elohim created humanity using their advanced technology. Of course they did. It's an atheistic religion. Interesting. It doesn't sound atheistic. It's <laughs> some wacky shit over here. I'm probably going to back out of this. How could there be an atheistic religion? I think that goes against atheism. <laughs> I don't know. What? Atheism is a religion in itself, right? No, it's like it's like anti-religion, I thought. Yeah, but it's still an idea. Is that what religion is? Just an idea? I mean, there's a lot of different fucking ideas, so who knows? Well, I think there's concrete definitions. Look up religion. What's the definition of a religion? Uh, hold on. I'm going to guess it has something to do with something with traditions and aspects that connect you to a higher being or a spiritual realm or something the That's... belief and worship of a superhuman controlling power especially a person that's basically what i said God. yeah yeah so but it's not it, it's technically an idea yeah okay but not all ideas are that i have an idea about drinking later. That doesn't make that a religion. No, I know. But you could be religious about it. I could be religious. I have been this week. Because <laughs> <laughs> another definition of it is a pursuit or interest to which someone ascribes uh, supreme importance. So, say, say that definition again. A pursuit yeah. or interest to which someone ascribes supreme importance. That's considered a religion? That's what that's what's on the on a dictionary, so Oh, interesting. Okay. So that takes out the whole spiritual aspect. Correct. <laughs> so like you so. could be religious about your um your journey to uh break a world record or something like that. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Or you could be religious about not believing in God. Well, that would make you a uh <laughs> I guess that would make you a religious atheist then. I don't fucking know, dude. I'm not sitting here, right? It's just stupid. That is stupid. <laughs> uh, anyway. Do you think religion will ever go away completely? No. I don't think so either. I think it, it'll probably grow more, especially when we get into space. You think it's just like something in our DNA that like... Well, that's what it. makes you, that see, and that what is what makes me think that there is a higher being of some sort. It's because it's in our DNA. Yes. You don't think some of it has to do with like? Um, I mean, it could be a survival trait. Well, too, I was just but... about to say like a propensity for surviving. Like maybe the all all the people who survived were the ones who came together in the name of something else. So you, that you sort of characteristic sort of was passed down from all the humans who survived because they were grouped into communities because they all had a singular purpose or yeah but a there's apes purpose. apes and gorillas surviving and all types of animals surviving but you don't see them growing a conscience and believing in gods so what, what is that all about how do we know maybe they do although it would be weird if like they you saw them like praying like two times a day <laughs> like, what are those gorillas doing i think they just adopted a religion no, we think about it though. Uh huh. Is it a con? Like, is it because we have a co like? What separates us from animals? 
It's conscious and intellect, oh, right? Some some people would say nothing, really. Um, but yeah, I think other people would argue. Uh, some people would argue there really is no difference. We just have like better brain power. Uh, other people so would argue that we have a consciousness. If we had better uh, brain power, wouldn't that be able to connect to a more spiritual realm? If a spiritual realm exists, possibly. Yes. But but if it doesn't exist, what is that from? You know what I mean? Again, a propensity to – well, you have to think too. Like what is it that keeps people alive? There's a curiosity. Maybe religion is creative. Maybe it's something that we sort of created from our creative tendencies. You know, the idea that we can sort of believe in something – and this is outside of religion. But the idea that you can kind of believe in something in a dogmatic way. I mean some people are like this about politics. Um, you know, they treat it almost like a religion where it's like, you know, there's a – there are certain beliefs that you have to hold and you can't have beliefs that are outside of that. Otherwise, you're kind of looked at as a – what's the – who's the arbiter sent to kill? The heretic. Otherwise, you're looked at as a heretic. Right. Um, so that is sort of a religious in a way. Um, the spiritual aspect just means you're 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 taking that and sort of applying it on something that's not you know supernatural. Do you believe in the supernatural, like ghosts and stuff? Me personally? Yes, you personally. Ghosts? Ghosts? Yes. I don't believe in ghosts the way that people think of ghosts. What do you believe in ghosts as then? Well, I don't know. I'm not saying I do believe in ghosts, but if ghosts were to exist, I don't think they exist in the way that people think. I don't think that there's just these lost souls that are wandering the plains of Earth until they complete their unfinished business and then they disappear in a violent wind attack, like in Casper. Oh my God, <laughs> that's terrible. Remember when the lady completed her unfinished business? I have no unfinished business. I <gasps> and then the beam comes through her heart. <gasps> oh no, I'm all done. <laughs> and then she dies. <laughs> Which is really sad when you think about it, when you think that Casper still has unfinished business and that's why he exists, which means that he just hasn't completed the thing that he needs to complete. Doesn't he turn into uh, a human boy at the end of that movie? What's that movie about? I want to watch Casper again, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I want to watch that movie again. I thought um, he was... But yeah. Asio Beer said something in, in the chat that I think is 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 important. He says, people look for patterns and explanations even where none exists. Um, I think that there's a good – something to be said about that. Like me personally, like me personally, I do believe in God, right? But I do think that people have a tendency to find meaning in things that don't have any meaning. I mean I see this all the time with people who I know who are – I'm not, I'm not going to single out any – specific types of religions or anything like that i'm going to be as broad as i can i don't want to insult anybody but i see many people in my life who are i'll say religious and they will believe that their higher power is communicating to them because they happen to uh, see something that you know maybe they're walking around their house and they see a newspaper from two years ago and there's a sentence at the top and they go oh that's exactly what i need to hear my higher, power, my higher power put that in front of me. Like they, they put meaning in things that don't actually have meaning. But I think there is a need that people have to fill it with meaning because we have to resolve things in our mind. If there's right. unresolved things, I think it creates this kind of like we have to know, we have to know. And that 
I think is sort of like a survival instinct of like, why did this happen? We have to know, we have to know, we have to know. So when something happens, I think we have to know, we have to know, we have to know. And then people have a tendency to sort of fill the spaces um, with spackle, with their religious spackle sometimes. And so they go like, why did I see this? Oh, religion. Why is this? Oh, religion. I mean, people used to do it with, you know, in the science community, you know, when they couldn't come up with an explanation. Uh, you know, certain communities would do this. Oh, where that's a whole other conversation. There's no explanation, so it was like, oh, well, it's it's God. And it's like, yeah, but then you know, 50 years go by, and then we make some discoveries, and it goes like, oh, okay, well, it's no longer God anymore. It's, it's it's this other thing that we found out. Um, some people think that you can't reconcile faith and science. I I believe that you can. Um, but I think that the need that people have to create meaning, um, for sure, lends itself to. Uh, religious religious practices, I would say. Now, do you know? You remember my journey with with all that? No. How I like was super anti-religious for a while. You remember that? Say that one more time. How I was super anti-religious. Who you were? Yeah, remember that? Yeah, but you weren't really anti-religious. You were just anti-religious people. Yeah. True. That's most people who I know. Most people who I know who are anti-religious, they're not anti-religious. Because if you ask them, look, this is just my experience. But if you ask people why, like, well, tell me about, like, your journey with it. They always end up bringing up the behavior of people who identify to a religious way. And they bring up them as a reason for why they're not. And it's like, okay, but that doesn't actually have to do with the religion itself. It has to do with the people who you encountered. Who right. follow that dogma now you might go well religion all religious people are like that and that's been my experience with everybody who i've met who's religious i mean that could certainly be that could certainly be no I, I but mean, pe- people yeah. people will do that in the name of anything people will do that in the name of politics they'll judge you in the name of politics they'll judge you in the name of religion they'll judge you in the name of 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 what race you are they'll judge you in the name of anything you know it's just that's a tendency of people to to separate by group so you know i i think that um most people's negativity well this is just my belief because it's just what i've seen in my life it seems like most people's negativity towards religion is really because of religious people and not really the core functions or tendencies of the religion itself. That's just what I, I can, found. I can agree with that. Yeah. Cause I changed my, I changed over the years. I actually have a lot more respect for them and not in terms of like them judging you or whatever. Cause I don't give a shit about people's opinions. I think too many people give a shit about too many people's opinions nowadays, but I don't know. I just, I like, I don't have any, it's hard to explain like the whole godly thing, especially in Christianity and all that. I just, that, that feeling, whatever that feeling is, God feeling, whatnot. I I feel like there are some things that I can have empathy with them on, on that. What do you mean by that? Like people who say they, they have like spiritual experiences. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that, and that, that goes with people out of, outside of religion as well. Cause I know that there's a lot of like, non-religious folk that are spiritual quote-unquote yeah i don't really know what that means i guess religion is when you try and define it down to a specific practice yes and people who don't want to define themselves down to a specific practice but aren't 
necessarily closed off to the idea or like at least they're open to the idea that there's something else or like a higher power that exists i guess they'd be considered spiritual although maybe that's really ag agnostic or ag agnosticism i would I say guess, agnostic but so spiritual people i think lend themselves to like yes there is something else but it's not what these religions say it is but there is something else whereas if you're agnostic i think you're kind of like yeah well there might be but there might not be when you know whatever yeah I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is that I'm more empathetic now, in all in all different realms. Yeah. So and I've worked with Muslims. I worked with like I'm, I worked with a lot of different types of people in different religions. So like I I I've seen it all. I would say. Well, what what made you more empathetic towards it? Because you were definitely were the most anti, not the most anti. Okay, the most anti-religious person I know is in our chat right now. Uh, but what made you, you know, as maybe the second or third most anti-religious person well, I know, what sort of like of, gave you more half, empathy towards religious people? Well, half of it was empathy. Half of it was not caring about somebody else's opinion. Okay. And as long as they left me alone and I left them alone, they could do whatever the hell they want. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. How libertarian of you. <laughs> but I would say... When you start to feel more free with yourself, uh -huh. and <laughs> what does that self, mean? No, like self-loving in a way. <laughs> Whoa. What? No, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, if when you start feeling self-loving in a way, you almost feel like this is hard to explain. You almost feel like there's like a there is a higher power there that is. It's not watching it over you, but you can feel something different. Hmm. I, I can't. I can't describe it. So you feel? Are you saying that you sort of the self love I, that you're talking about? Is that like you taking better care of yourself? Is that what you're saying? Well, physically and emotionally, I think emotionally more, a hundred percent more, ninety uh, percent more. I'm gonna say, but like, I I get the feeling of someone being like, I think there's a higher power. I get that feeling. Okay, I, sure. I've gotten I gotten it probably recently. Yeah. Last couple of years. And I don't know what exactly it's from, but I understand why people would believe that. And it makes me more empathetic. Sure. And and I'm I will leave people alone on it. Like you want to believe what you want to believe. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Unless that belief is like I need to sleep with all the 13-year-old uh, boys in my town, then then your religion gets in the way of other people, I think. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> what? You can't come against that? No, I'm not saying I'm not going to come against it. I'm just saying I'm not like... Yeah, that would be uh, a religion I say interferes with people, and uh, you probably can't be doing that right, one. Right, right. And I'm, I'm, like, I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just saying, just in this conversation, like, you, you said enough. So, <laughs> I said enough. <laughs> Yeah, you did. I barely talked. <laughs> like the religions, like where there's suicide and shit involved, like that's that's going too much out of the way. Well, I, I think there's look, there's 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 there's, there's the extreme extreme side of probably every single well, religion. It, it's but it's not extreme. I don't think it's actually the religion. Well, I mean, this isn't conversation on itself. Here's what I'll say. I don't believe that it's an extreme part of the religion. I think that's extreme people using religion in a way uh, to do things, right? So there's, uh, I'm not, again, I'm not going to say the religion or, or whatever, because I, I really don't want this to sound like I'm condemning anybody or anybody's beliefs. But there is a woman who had certain religious beliefs and ended up drowning her kids in her tub because 
something was going to happen when their, her kids died and she wanted that to happen. So she drowned her kids, right? Is that because of the religion? Is that the extreme part of the religion? Or is that just an extreme person? I would make the argument that's an extreme mentally ill person, not necessarily the religion. So, you know, and, and look, I don't, I also don't know enough about many religions. If I'm being, you know, honest with you, if there are religions that tell you to do certain things against people, uh, you know, I, I don't know what they are, you know, but right. I, I think, I think, I think anybody who's going to do go through lengths to hurt other people, I think that you're dealing with extreme people. Right. I, I yeah, like I said, it comes to the extreme side and that's I mean, obviously there's just some issues there, but the local person going to church every Sunday and doing their thing and I, I'm not bothered by it. Dude, I, my my instructor, my helicopter instructor, was Mormon. I didn't know he was Mormon until the end of the whole thing. Right. He never once tried to convert me. Never once tried to do this or that. Like he was the nicest dude in the world. Well, I think that there's an Super idea. Generous. There's an idea in some religious circles that the way that you really bring people to your way of life is by living a life that other people would want to live, and by doing it by example. So then, when somebody says like, oh, "What is it you have going on?" Then you right. can say, I live this way because of this. And if you're interested, then you're welcome. You're welcome to right. come check it out. If you're not interested, I understand. And it's and, and just going back into the whole space thing, because like I was talking to Kylie about it. In the one show that I've been watching, they've been making relig- like you're all the way in the future and they still got like religious cults and shit going, which is I don't know if they're trying to make religion look bad or but I guess it's more of the extremist hey, side ta- of things. Who are you talking about? I'm sorry. In the show The Hunter, um, they got like some religious cults going based on things that are unknown, I think. I think that's how I'm trying to say it. Well, uh, oftentimes people will write things into stories that, I mean, I've seen this a lot, especially in TV. There's some like, okay, we get it. Some of the writers hate religion. Okay. They make They make religious people look out to be you know, like idiots and they make religions out to be these awful things. I love the one episode of South Park where logic, um, (laughs) where they got rid of religion and and like the whole idea was like, okay, if we can prove atheism or if we can prove that, you know, religions are all wrong and there is no God or anything like that, then we'll end all wars. Right. And then I think Cartman is Cartman wants the new Xbox or something like that. So he gets in a time machine, but accidentally goes like too far into the future. And then he, um, he goes in the future and everybody's like arguing about different forms of logic. And so there's like there's like three different factions with logic and one of them are these beavers. And they go, it's like, it's not logical to use tables to eat food. You can eat right on your belly. It's right there. That's not logical to use a table, right? So like the idea, the idea that they're trying to point out is just like, you know, everybody's, you know, it's it's that's really funny it's being used as a as a tool against people. You know, it's it's not necessarily it itself. Right. Oh my God. Sorry, I, I went into this. I was no, just like, dude. I thought that it was fine. I think that it's yeah. we didn't do anything, and we got the chat going right now. So, look, if you're turned off by this conversation, you're turned off by it, and we apologize. We know that this is supposedly a Halo podcast, but if you were interested in our little discussion, well, then great. Uh, I I don't even mind talking about this kind of thing. Um, I really don't. I, I just I've seen somebody have someone saying. 
you cannot prove a negative. Was that Dan saying that? See, here's the thing. I, I, I always thought this too. You can't really make an argument against God because there's always a level up when somebody's talking about God, if that makes any sense. Like, you, I could be like, God's not real. I can explain away everything. And you could be like, oh, well, God did this. God did that. Like, God could do anything. So it kind of is always a step above your argument. Sure. So theoretically, God could have designed himself to be totally out of what's Correct. going on. But he could have been the one to cause the Big Bang, which has led right. to everything else. So God is kind Correct. of this observer of the universe. And all Correct. he did was started it. And then he kind of backed off into letting things play out. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. that's There's- that's... That's where it goes into, like, people have different versions of the role of God. Some people believe that God is just an observer. Some people believe that God is interacting with with people, you know, in the current time and space. Some people believe that not only is he interacting, but he actually has effects over things that are going on in the current time and space. Some people believe that, you know, you can kind of communicate with him, like, you know, maybe when you pray and you meditate and you you know, shut down a lot of other things going on in your brain, similar to how you were talking about being able to sort of like have technology that opens up to the spiritual world where they believe that like, actually it's capable in your brain and with your mind, but you need to kind of turn everything else off in order to have somewhat of a contact with God. So there's many different versions and that's, that's the problem. So when like, when people talk about religious people or or anything like that, it's like, it's too broad of a brush because there's many different types of spirituality and many different types of religion and many different types of all of it. So it's hard to group any of it together and say these people, this, or these people, that it's like, well, I tell you what, I, did I tell you I went to, um, that I told you about the haunted museum, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, when I, I went in there completely skeptical. Yeah. Right. And yeah, yeah, you're also a little gullible to this kind of stuff, though. Am I a little gullible? <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you mean by gullible? Yeah, you're a little I'm gullible, gullible with the alien stuff and Bigfoot. I yeah. don't know about ghosts. I'm pretty skeptical of all that shit. All right. Well, tell your story about the haunted house. Because I, I had that one the one story about my house in Philly, bro. Yeah, that's what I mean. And I still think that was fake. I think that was my mind making shit up, but it was legit. It was very much legit. Right. I still remember it to this day. I don't know what the hell it was. Yeah. But what? What are you? Why are you doing this to me? No, go ahead. Sorry, you went anyway, to the, you went to the ter- the there, terrible house, the, the, haunted the house. Haunted, the haunted museum had a lot of like a lot of history. There was a lot of history to it, um, especially with like a lot of murderers. Like uh, who's the one guy who massacred like a whole family? I forget the hell his name was. Good God, he had, it was some serial killer. I can't, yeah, they had a bunch of all. His, they they had his stuff there. They had clothing notes um his teeth like just the Ew. craziest stuff yeah it was a collection of everything you could think of yeah and it was it was cool but they had video like a video of like people passing out in rooms like that were apparently haunted or haunted like objects or whatnot yeah and you saw the one with uh post malone right no i didn't see that but you were telling me about it okay so this is gonna be this is gonna be crazy all right so i they 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 let me go and meet my mom and I, but my mom really was freaked out. So I went down by myself. I was like, I will, I do not fear death. I don't fear I don't fear this stuff whatsoever. You don't right? fear death? No. But anyway. Really? Yeah. I feel like Aragon when I say that. I like to put that to the test. 
Nah, I'm joking. I mean, I jumped out of an airplane and all that, so I'm in. Oh, yeah, but you thought you would land. Listen, I, right, let's not go there right now. <laughs> I, I, if I know death is coming, I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, let me uh, live my life a little bit. So there's, I guess, some fear there. But anyway, I went into this basement, bro, right? And they give you an EM, EMF reader. And it's like, uh, <laughs> what? what are you laughing at? Nothing, go ahead. They give me an EMF reader. And keep in mind, they have you check everything to make sure that there's no there's no weird shit going on, or, or they're not like they're not forcing anything. Okay. Okay. I go down to this this basement, which was apparently used for satanic rituals. Okay, and there's like 13 people killed down there in this satanic ritual. Right. Good God. Yeah. So I went to this basement. It's a terrifying place. It's it is terrifying. I'm, I'm walking down there. I'm like, this is actually pretty freaky. So I go down there, and there, you hear this thing going off, this like EMF reader going off, and they, they told me to ask questions to it, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm asking questions. And I, don't, I don't get <laughs> what, what are you laughing at? Sorry, Why are you ahead. laughing at this? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but anyway, I, I was shooting out questions, and the one question at, towards the end, mm-hmm. before I left, I asked, if, is God real? Mm-hmm. Okay. And before I even finished the sentence, it shot out no, like that. Who shot like, it out? The the EMF reader. It it literally shot like a voice shouted out no. Nothing said the whole freaking time. Now, and do you I think that was that. your mind, or do you think somebody was like listening nope. in? No, no one was listening. I I established that that they didn't that they they made sure that you knew that that couldn't how happen. Did you, how'd you know? What do you mean, how do I know? How do you know they weren't listening? Did they tell you that? Yeah. They said, hey, we're not listening. Well, they give you the device, too. I mean, it's not like a uh, a phone or anything like that. No, but they might have microphones in the room. Yeah, but I asked tons of other questions. Did you get any what? answers? I, no, I got a zero, but uh, Yeah, maybe static. they were like this. Maybe they were it's like, all static. They are like, god damn, this guy's asking so many freaking questions. Hold on, let's wait for a good one. <laughs> no! And then you're like, what the but fuck? the thing is, bro, I it, it said no before I even finished the question. Yeah, like it, it interrupted me. Yeah, they it probably was really knew weird. What, they probably knew what you were asking. Anyway, but let me just say that happened. I'm not was saying it a I guy or a girl's voice. It sounded like a deep, deeper voice. It was dark. It's like a guy. Yeah. But anyway, or like a really old just, lady who smokes one, a lot. Yeah, that's one. No, that's Jimmy. <laughs> no, Jimmy. There's no God. <laughs> what if I heard? Do it. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Uh, what's the point of this? What was I trying to say? You're talking about how this haunted house was legit. No, I, 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 I came in. There was a couple other things that happened, but that was like the brief story. Um, I also too walked into this room. And I didn't uh, mention this to anybody, or even like, I was talking to Katie and Kylie oh, about a whole we bunch heard, of different people. We heard it here first. Go ahead. Yeah. So I was walking in his room, and I was the first. Uh, yeah, I was the first one in there, and all of a sudden, dude, my my below my knees are just freezing, like absolutely, like I felt like I walked into an ice box. Were you wearing shorts? No, I was wearing all my hiking gear. Oh this, shit. Yeah, and I had good socks on, good pants on, <laughs> everything. Okay. 
and uh, everything was freezing and i'm freaking out i'm like why is this so cold and the, the girl's looking at me like oh weird weirded out and my mom comes in and i'm like my mom mom's like my mom starts freaking out because i'm experiencing this and she didn't experience anything okay all right so that's just that's just one experience now i'm gonna get yeah. to the final one and i haven't told anybody this one yet okay okay go ahead so we went into dialect the dialect room Okay. Put, it, they're they're claiming it's the most haunted object in the world. Oh right. It's like a it's like a demon box or whatever. Of course it is. And they say, hey. <laughs> of course it is. They say, hey. hey and this we, is the same room that yeah. uh, Post Malone went into with the guy uh, Zach Baggins. He, it's all it was on TV and everything. Wow. Is all he that a bad hobbit? shit started happening. Maybe. <laughs> no, he's not a hobbit. He's pretty tall. Oh, but okay. anyway, they they say, hey, this is the this is a dangerous object. People had had bad things happen to them after this room. Oh, okay? boy. Don't touch it. Only four people in my group went in, including me and my mom. Yeah. Okay? Right? Yeah. Everybody else is too scared. Right. I went in. I, I went in. I didn't feel any different. I, I see, I think a lot of it has to do with positivity. Um, I think that these, if there is any entities, they're attaching themselves to more of a negative base, but that's just my opinion. Well, that's an interesting thought. So, I, and God bless my cousin. My mom went to my cousin's house, and his house burned down. Yeah, but it probably after she burned touched, down After she because... went in there and touched the fucking thing. Yeah, but it probably burned down because isn't one of your relatives a little bit of a psycho there? No, but anyway, <laughs> I, I'm just pointing out that one of your relatives kind of pissed off about something and maybe did something that they weren't supposed to do. <laughs> Listen, I'm just putting it. Out. <laughs> I'm just putting it also, out. Also, look, bro. bad things are gonna happen in life. Bad things are gonna happen, and just because just, it happens it. months after you touch a haunted box. You know, something else could do. Somebody's dog could have died. She would have went, oh, geez, I shouldn't have touched yeah, the box. I know. I, I she, could have, she could have broke her toe. I shouldn't have touched the box. Her internet could have gone out. Oh, God. Why did I touch the box? You know, it could be, uh, you know, uh, I, again, I think it's like a people making meaning out of things, right? Like, right, why right. did this house burn down? It must have been because I touched the box. I would have gone to that haunted house. And they would have hated me because I just I don't. It wasn't it wasn't like a haunted house that you're thinking about. It's, it was like just like a museum. Yeah, uh, the haunted museum. I just I don't I don't buy into any of it. I really don't. I didn't touch the box, but I would have touched the box. I would. <laughs> I've been drinking I a little bit. I almost said something very inappropriate. I would have. I would have. Uh, I would have been in contact with that box, Jimmy. I would have been in a lot of contact with that box. Is there, I'm seeing a lot of uh, uh, discussion about... Well, gun. these kind of conversations are always going to breed a little bit of discussion. As long as nobody's being disrespectful, it's fine. Yeah. <sighs> but I don't believe in that, dude. I don't believe in rabbit's feet. I don't believe in bad things, the bad tokens. I don't either. I don't, bad I don't omens. Ba well, why didn't you touch the box? What? You could say you don't believe in it, but you didn't touch the box there, Jimmy, did you? Well, I'm just saying... Huh? If they're telling me all this crazy shit's happening, I'm not gonna take the chances. Bro. Right? Yeah, because you, 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 you. There's nothing I'm getting out of touching the box. Yes, there is. No, there's not. You're, what am I getting? You're out gonna of? be able to prove that it's all nonsense. <laughs> it's not worth it. 
<laughs> it's not worth a potentially bad thing that'll happen from something that definitely wouldn't have anything happen. Yes. Oh my God. But then that lends credence to you believing in it. I'm a very positive person nowadays. And That's like a religious person going, the only reason why I'm believing in God is if he does exist, I ain't trying to go to hell. So I guess I'm going to believe in him. So I, so I end up on the right side of the pearly gates. Which how annoying would it be, right? Let's say let's say God's real, right? And it's like the Christian God where like there's the, the gates of heaven and the pearly gates and everything like that, right? And you follow religion to a T. You're like, bro, no, I'm in, dude. But you're like, I'm only doing this because like I just don't want to be wrong. Just in case it's right, I just don't want to be left out. And then you get right. up there and God goes, Hey, listen, dude, I'm a big reader of the hearts, and it's clear you didn't have any faith. So even though your score sheet looks really good, sorry, buddy, you're out. You never actually <laughs> believed. You'd be like, the fuck, man? I can't please you with anything. <laughs> and then some, and then some like dirt bag comes up who was like a serial killer, but he believed in God. So he gets in, dude. Wouldn't you feel ripped off? Wouldn't you be so mad? I, I would be ripped off. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'd feel ripped off too. <laughs> I had to talk about all this. I don't know. I just been feeling like I had it's to fine, it dude. Look, we could talk about whatever. Guess what? Yeah. It's our show. Yeah. And if people don't want to listen, they can tune out. That's fine. I, I I look, I do believe in God, okay? I would define myself as a Christian. Uh I do not hold all Christian beliefs that I think would be sort of standard for the Christian religion. Uh but I would identify myself as a Christian. Um I will say this though. Yeah. I think a lot of people make a lot of meaning out of things that there's really no meaning to. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I don't believe in any ghosts. I don't believe in any of that stuff. I really don't. What would what, what would it take for you to get believe in it though? To believe in what? Ghosts? Ghosts or any of that? Like what would have to happen to you in order to believe in that? To probably nothing, because I would just think that it's in my head. <laughs> I literally, crazy. I literally like if there was like a legit ghost, I was like, ooh, I'm a ghost. <laughs> I'd go, God damn it, I'd, babe, Mandy, I have to go to the hospital because I'm not mentally well. I'm seeing shit. <laughs> that's, that's terrible all right what if all right let's just say we go to a place like this together right like a haunted museum yeah or whatever or somewhere haunted that's apparently haunted me and you go completely like <laughs> i like how you said that apparently haunted <laughs> all right apparently I'm in, haunted. I'm in. <laughs> and then we, me and you go and you levitate and you get thrown across a room yeah but nothing yeah i try and figure out the trick Try to figure out how they did it. Like, man, how did you? What in the name of David Blaine is happening here? There's no way. What do you mean? There's no fucking way. Yes. Yes. I'd go, how did you do that? Bro, the demon would have to be right in front of my face. And I go, I don't believe in you. And he goes, and then everybody sees it. You would have to have the giant, the devil, the devil herself, eight feet tall, walking down the streets of Philadelphia. And everybody have, see it. You have to see it. You would you not even be forced. Now, it'd have to what? be more than see because again, my mind could be playing tricks on me. What if it grabs your neck and you get you have like red marks around you and you're like choking and then it lets go? God. It's a pretty good indicator there might be something going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if the, if the if the devil chick is holding me up by her hands, choking me out. First off, what do you do? Get off of me. I'm just a human, okay? I'm like nothing to you, okay? Chill out, first off. Second, how do you know I'm not a believer? Okay, so be careful who you're choking there. 
third, you know. All right, you got me. I converted. Would you would you freak the hell out and get the hell out of there? I I imagined that if you blew up my entire feeling of what's real and what's not real in this world, that yes, I would have some kind of freak out, as you put it. <laughs> I, I want might to go I to might, one of these places with you. <laughs> yeah, if I was choked out by a, by the devil, I might leave the room. Yeah, I might leave the room there. I might go. Hmm, I want to be here. But again, if it's the what? devil, the devil could go wherever. Haunted Wait. houses don't even make any sense to me. Why would if a haunt? Why would a house be haunted? If you're choked out, but not, but you're thrown across a room, that's okay. If you're thrown across a room, but not choked out. Like what? No. Look, if the devil walks in and throws me across the room, then I'd be like, no, okay. You don't see any of this? You don't see? Oh, him- I don't see any of it. You don't see any of it. You would well, then I think. Feeling. Yeah, I think something. Someone's doing something. What? I think someone's doing something. If someone, if you get, th- if you get picked up, levitated, yeah. and thrown across the room, you're gonna think that's like a David Blaine shit. Yeah, I'd be like, what in the name of David Blaine? And then they would throw me. Oh my god, dude. I okay. Here's what might do it. Here's what might do it. If I heard thuds, footsteps. Okay. And then I could feel something gripping up my shirt. And pulling me up, and I could feel the breath of a monstrous being. And but you can't see him. See this the seeing part fucks me up with you because there's technology that the military has they can camouflage poly they can poly camouflage soldiers now. Yeah, but like that though, like active camo yeah. from Halo. I don't think so. I mean, it could you never know. Dude, not knowing is different than thinking that something exists. No, I'm just saying it's a possibility. There's a realm of possibility for something like that. And if if somebody invisible is that is that a realm of possibility? Yeah. How? They. I mean, they cloak airplanes. They could probably. They're they probably cloak trying to airplanes. What are you talking about? You don't what? What are you talking about? They cloak airplanes. They. They literally can make airplanes invisible, bro. How? Cloaking. How? I don't know how. I don't know. I'm that, that's, not, that's not real. Are you talking about stealth shit, bombers? Shit. Not stealth. It's more stealth than that. It's legit, bro. <laughs> well, stealth bombers are just invisible to radar. They're not actually invisible. I'm talking invisible to the naked eye. No. Nope. That's serious. It's not real. Are you Are you kidding me right now? Yeah. What's Dude, the I, had techn- people, I had people in the Air Force telling me that it's legit. Saying what? That there are aircraft that can completely cloak to your to the naked and eye. You didn't ask them how. I'm not gonna ask them how. Why not? That seems like an important question. If somebody tells you there's something that makes things invisible, it seems like an interesting question would be, "Hey, uh, mm, how do they how? make it invisible? Like, is it just reflective? No, it's in, it's. I don't know if it, I don't know how it's done, but it's definitely legit. How do you know so, it's definitely legit? That statement just you could go, there's plenty of people like you you could go to a uh, Everybody in the chat right now is saying this is a real thing. Everybody Oh, it's real. It's real. It's real. Hey! Hey! It's real. Just because all of you say something is real doesn't fulfill the question I have of how? 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 Somebody tell me how. What does that mean it's invisible? 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 They just Invis- 
They make yeah. they make something that takes up space. And then you can't see it? Yes. You just see what's behind it? Yes. How? I'm Googling it. Okay. Let's Google it. Let's Google it, folks. In the chat, Dan says, it's not true invisibility, but it's close. Okay. Close invisibility is not the I'm same not thing. I'm not saying 100%. I'm oh, not yes, saying. Yes, you are. What do you no, mean I'm you're not, not saying 100%? That's what this whole right. conversation has been about. Can I give you an example. Go ahead, give me an example. All right. Air Force Base, okay? There uh -huh. are planes that fly over. Yeah. You can hear the roaring of the engine, but you cannot uh -huh. see them. Okay. Why can't you see them? I don't know. I don't I have no idea. I, I remember them listening. I remember listening to a conversation with these people oh, who were in the people. Air Force telling us that that was a legit thing. Yeah. You know what, dude? If I was in the Air Force and some civilian was around, you know how much I'd fuck with them, dude. I'd be like, hey, you guys saw that fucking crazy-ass UFO on the radar? There? Oh, hey, buddy. I didn't know you were there. Yeah, I'd fuck with people, too, probably. Literally everybody's saying Trax is so oblivious. It's not true invisibility. He said cloaking. I'm not saying completely invisible. Look, like, like, okay, like, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, like, here's my phone, right? And then all of a sudden you just sorry can't... if I I'm 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 treading back. I didn't say I didn't mean to say completely invisible. I'm saying maybe eighty percent. <laughs> This is me standing on my chair. I'm going to jump off to my death right now. Look, if something is cloaked, I think that's a lot different than it being invisible. If you're saying that something is somehow able to remove its imprint in our 3D space, I think that's a lot different than we can kind of cover it up to make it look like it's not there. So, sorry I got specific with that one. But I think it's important to know what technology we actually have and what technology we don't have. Well, obviously we don't know everything. Oh, know my that. God. <laughs> the military is not going to tell us everything, silly. Oh, man. Uh, somebody said, got the link, should I DM it? Yeah, send it to me, Dan. Send it to me in a, uh, send it to me in a whisper. I want to pull this up. Tracks, if you were wearing all green clothing on your green screen, you'd go into the background but still see the outline with good eyes. Yeah, but that's through a computer program. If I was wearing a if I was wearing green clothing in front of my green screen in real life, you'd still be able to walk up to me and figure out that I'm still there. That's not me invisible. That's me. That's me well camouflaged. It's, it's cloaking. It's like a chameleon. You're cloaking yourself or an octopus. So it looks like it's surrounding. Yeah, correct. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, I want to see this a little bit more because that sounds pretty. That sounds pretty. Uh, like. Said Dan has the link. Well, Dan said that he's gonna send it to me, so I'll check it out here in a minute if he sends it. Unless he sends it on Discord or something like that. That's the problem, dude. I'm on too many different platforms. All right, here it is. Let me pull this up real quick. Um, I'm going to pause the recording, actually, of this podcast because I'm going to watch this real quick. All right, so I just resumed the podcast. Here's what I'll say. 
the video that I saw, I should have actually what I just saw should have I, I should have just said on the podcast. This guy has this plastic thing. He looks, uh, I'll say ninety percent, eighty percent. That's pretty good, cloaked. Um, I'm sure the military can do a little bit better. It's a not like an in, it's not like an invisibility cloak that like Harry Potter throws on him where you can't see him at all. It's more like active camouflage in Halo where you can kind of see some movements a little bit. Um, so like you could tell there's a guy there if you're looking for it. If you're not looking for it, you're not going to see it. But if you're looking for it, you can see it. So I imagine what the military does is much more effective and much better, but still the same idea. So it's not like the atoms or something like that are now see-through. It's just like a, uh, you know, it's like a, 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 it's cloaking. Yeah. May, I don't know what it was when I got hung up on. Maybe it was just the idea of it being invisible. It's some dude, Guys, there's some ideas and there's some concepts that I will get hung up on and I just don't believe. And I'm just like, nope, nope, nope. Prove it, prove it, prove it, prove it, prove it, prove it. Now that, just this random video of we saw some dude in the, the woods okay he did a pretty good job i'll give him that um i love seeing this in your face when you see this type of stuff i love i love it uh so okay look it's it's much better than i ever would have imagined however it's still not the way i think you were making it sound but good okay i was embellishing i'm sorry it's okay every good story deserves embellishment bro Every good st- I feel like the bad stories would need some embellishment. Well, that too, yeah. But I'm just quoting Lord of the Rings right now. Don't oh, mind me. Okay, sorry. <laughs> anyway. Um, Silly Goose Nessa says, Jimmy said cloaking from the beginning, LOL. I thought you said invisibility. Maybe I'm wrong. I said cloaking. Okay, well, oftentimes I find when I argue with women, I'm always wrong. But when I argue with guys, sometimes I'm right. So I thought I was, you know, batting maybe fifty percent here against Jimmy. But now there's now there's two two girls, two women in the chat saying that he said cloaking. I thought he said invisibility. I don't, whatever. That you know what? Can I mention something else that I found in the government declassified files? As Jimmy was saying, he was embellishing a little bit more. Okay, so don't try and protect him with he said cloaking. Okay, he knew what he was saying and that it wasn't exactly what was happening. Go ahead, Jimmy. So now this is just brief. I don't I don't remember fully. I only read briefly. Yeah, well what section? What paragraph? No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. They're talking about how humans now can shut off pain receptors if they think of a, a certain phrase, number phrase. Yeah, that makes sense. I do that. So like when I, I'm in pain. Death, but I'm when talking I, like fully, like yeah. They, yeah. It was it was pretty crazy. I yeah. Was, when my yeah. wife was giving birth, she had a certain kind of mantra that she was doing, that I'm sure was blocking out, and, and her body was doing things too, when she was doing a natural birth, um, blocking out pain receptors. And for me, when I get hurt, there's a phrase that I say that allows me to uh, block out pain receptors. Okay, I didn't know that. Do you want to know what the phrase is? What? <laughs> What's a phrase? Whenever I hurt myself, I go, "Don't be a bitch! Don't be a bitch! Don't be a bitch! Don't be a bitch!" And then, and then I all of a sudden I feel better, and then, I, and, I'm, and then I'm fine. I got one more for you, and this is <laughs> this is alien shit right here. And I know we talk about aliens a lot, but <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh God! This is a brief 
declassified. I have impulse uh, issues, impulse uh, control uh, issues. <laughs> I just thought that would be funny. Sorry, guy. What are you saying? You're you're good. I think I talked to you about this already, about the uh, conversation between people talking about nonviolent ETIs. Do you remember that at all? Huh? ETIs. ETI. Yeah. What kind of infection is that? So it says. Remember. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Stephen, are you drinking? Huh? Get drunk, bro? What? No, not me. Like conversation? Not me. Never. I never anyway. drink. All right, this is the last thing I'll, I'll say. I'm sorry, guys. Don't be sorry, dude. Look, this is probably says, the best part. Go ahead. It says, remember, yeah. our nonviolent ETI from the continuous universe are helping us bring zero-point energy to Earth. They, are, they will not tolerate any forms of military violence on Earth or in space. The following information in the italics was shared with me by my colleague, Carl Rosen, who is who we work closely with, with Warner, was it Warner Von Braun? Is that how you say it? <laughs> I don't know what the hell you just muttered out of your mouth. <laughs> They're talking about the Treaty on Prevention of, uh, I'm sorry, They're talking about the Treaty on the Prevention of the Placement of Weapons in Outer Space. Okay. Um, and they mentioned a nonviolent ETI. Yeah. And they're talking about from the continuous universe, which I don't know what that – did we Google that? Look, here's what it sounds like because you and I did talk about this the other day. Here's what it sounds like. It sounds like there's like a galactic empire or a galactic confederation or galactic feder- – I don't know what the difference is. A galactic uh, – I can't talk either. So a okay. galactic union, so yes. to speak. And they're saying, hey, humans are not allowed in if we're doing all this war stuff. Like, almost like we're not developed enough as people. In which case, I say, hey, sounds like we're dealing with a bunch of little bunch of little sissy aliens up there. And I think we could conquer the galaxy, guys. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like they don't want war. For- oh, you don't want me to play too rough? Sounds like we're going to be conquering some shit pretty soon here, guys. If they if they're saying nonviolent, that means they could probably be violent. Yeah, but if you've been nonviolent for too long and you're dealing with people who are always violent, sorry, dudes, you're done. You got no experience. We play video games on here. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, but then I turn out to be wrong because they have these was, like robot things to fight for them. Then it's I like was just putting tomorrow. that out there, bro, because that pretty much uh, proves. No, no, it doesn't. Life. No, it this doesn't. Does. That doesn't prove anything. It does. First off, it's just a guy talking. Okay, just because some it's guy's one of many conversations. But yeah, go ahead. yeah. Just because a guy is saying that stuff doesn't mean that it doesn't prove anything. Second, you don't know what an ETI stands for, and the continuous universe thing could be interpreted so many different other ways. Google who are you like you're like somebody who i was just talking to the other day who was doing something like this they heard something and then they pieced it together to make it mean this is absolutely happening it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. hey slow down there killer i think there's a couple steps that you're missing in between proving aliens exist alien it, i mean eti is just extraterrestrial intelligence that's all all right so read the sentence again but replace eti with extraterrestrial intelligence <laughs> Remember, our nonviolent extraterrestrial intelligence from the continuous universe. Right, that sounds us pretty much like there's aliens. 
<laughs> that pretty much sounds like there's aliens is what that sounds like. But you think about it, and this is the conversation we had earlier today about bringing zero point energy to Earth. Dude, so like me going Who off cares? grid, I'm, I'm going to be able to like, bring in energy from the sun. Yeah, things are Could actually, you imagine? I know everybody likes to think that things are absolutely terrible down here. What? We're doing pretty good. You know, we're getting there. You know, we're a couple hundred years. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll solve hunger soon. We'll solve, we'll solve a lot. You know, I don't, we don't need these guys. We don't need these aliens. We don't need to be in some stupid union with all the aliens. Screw the aliens, guys. We don't, we don't need this. We don't need this at all. We don't. In fact, I say we take their union. I say we take their resources. I say all the fears that we have about aliens is really just projection about how we are, which means that we are the monsters. So let's just be the monsters. How about that, Jimmy? Is, I, I can't agree with you on this. Uh, I want uh, I want to uh, end with uh, aliens. Uh, 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 if it means procreating with aliens, I'm in. I'm I'm sorry, bro. No, I'm saying make war, not love. <laughs> yeah, if you get adopted in the next couple of weeks, dude, you know how many you know diseases why? you would pick up by having relations with an alien, dude. I want to pick up any. What are you talking about? First off, you'd pick up diseases just by being near them. Okay, no. because there's no way that you have immunity no. No. to the germs and diseases floating around in their air. There's no way. No, they are already familiar with our air. They're familiar with our air? Yeah, but they've been here for a long time. Yeah, but since you're the dinosaurs. not familiar with their air. Their their air is our air. How do you know? Because they've been here for all that time. Yeah, maybe they wear a mask. Yo, what if all you had to do, Jim, is you just had to wear a face mask in order to interact with all the aliens? I would wear... <laughs> I would wear poopy underwear over no. my face. No. I, You'd we get are going sick. in with those aliens. Nah, forget the aliens, shit. dude. Leave the I'll aliens. No, leave the aliens, dude. They're not worth it. They're not worth it. What are they gonna do? They're gonna help us get energy. They're gonna help us get to zero energy faster. We'll get there. No, we, we don't won't. need them. Yes, we will. Do we already have the technology? We just need it to get better. All we need to do, Jim. All we need to do is create a giant space elevator that goes out into space and then load that baby up with solar panels. Okay, and then duplicate that in like every major city across the world and then you'd have enough energy coming in because if you're able to capture the sunlight with solar panels outside of our atmosphere you'd collect so much more and then you bring all that power down to the city we'd be we would and then you don't have to worry about rainy days you don't have to worry about rainy days because you, that thing would always be up in space i agree with that yeah but there it, you would, go. it would so, always be yeah i get it yeah and then we would have things that go down into the the earth the core of the earth that would that would that would be able to extract the energy from the planet itself. We don't need no aliens for nothing. Screw the aliens, dude. You hybrids. don't need them. Hybrids. hybrids. Huh? Hybrids. Hybrids? Yeah. Like alien baby human hybrids? Yes. We don't need that either, bro. There are already some. They're, already, they're walking the earth oh right now. Oh, my God. Who all the, po all the politicians and leaders of industry? All reptilians. The Anunnaki. <laughs> Lizard beings from the sun. How could we 
how would that work for humanity if there was zero point energy? Did we we oh but then we just wouldn't worry about it. Think about what? how worried you are in a city where they have water on tap. Yeah, but you're paying for it. No, no, no. I know. I know. But think about the yeah. feeling that you have of like, oh, this is all kind of taken care of. I get that. Yeah, I'm paying well, for it, but it's not really not that much. But that, if it's zero point, there's no one there's no one employed to create it. Correct. It's, so if there's no one employed to create it. Well, actually, that might not be true. Are you saying because it's a government thing that's happening? I don't know. I don't know what it, I don't know what it could be. Okay. But if well, it's let's say it is. Let's say unquote, it's yeah. Let's say it's technology that's so good that you're able to just kind of grab energy out of the air. I get rid of a lot of jobs and all that. Yeah, but Fun anytime, stuff. anytime there's any kind of industrial revolution or uh, um, economic revolution, anytime there's any kind of revol or not revolution, but like an evolution. Anytime there's any kind of evolution in technology, there's new jobs that are created and other jobs are lost. We used to like be primarily farmers. That was like what everybody did. Okay, barely anybody's farmer now. What do we do now? Now we do a whole bunch of other jobs. So every time you get rid of jobs, you create new jobs. Now there is maybe an issue about the level of intelligence that it takes to do newer jobs versus jobs that are being destroyed because of automation. And we can have that conversation, not on this podcast. But the only point that I'm trying to make is that there's always going to be things for people to do. And if we get to the point where there is nothing for anybody to do, well, then you'll see the end of the human race, probably. Damn. That's a dark ending. People need stuff oh to God. do. People need. Nobody yeah, wants to think that they need stuff to do. Everybody needs stuff to do. Right. There's a reason why people die five years after retiring, and it's not because of their age. That's, that, that's really legit, bro. That's sad. Damn. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all I have for you today. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Yeah, oh this god. turned into a long podcast, but it was about an hour worth of non-Halo talk. I'll put that in the description just to let people know. Okay. I guess that's it then, huh? Yeah, it's all, bro. That's it, eh? Hey. Hey. Hey, oh. hey. Okay, whatever. Uh, I am Daddy Tracks. You can find me on social media at Daddy Tracks pretty much everywhere. Uh, <laughs> these days, I'm mostly on TikTok and Twitter. Uh, Jimmy, where can people find you? TikTok. Never stop exploring with underscores. And uh, we will be back next week with uh, going over Halo 3. And Jimmy's not going to wait until the last minute to go through it. So we will have a yes. little bit more to talk about, hopefully. Um, uh, and I will go ahead and I'll go over some extra things. Maybe I'll look a little bit more into some of the... I sort of just went off with some knowledge that I already had for this one. But maybe I'll go through the uh, director's commentary and some other little things to kind of pull up. Um, join our Discord. You can find the Discord linked to my Instagram. And I think that that's pretty much it. Uh, I don't have anything else. Oh, boy, I almost just fell over right now. Thank you for listening, everybody. We appreciate you. And uh, I don't know. I guess that's pretty much it. Jimmy, you got anything else? Nope. Oh! This is no. Hold on. We have a review. Oh, we have a review. We have a review. Uh, review from Darkly Knighted. Four stars. The hell, Darkly. Just kidding. Four stars. These guys have some great information about Halo with background and upcoming ideas and info to come out. They make it off topic at times. However, the content is funny and somewhat related to the Halo podcast. 
except for this episode where we got totally off topic. Uh, thank you for the review. That now brings us to six ratings, Jimmy. Six ratings. How about that? Nice. How about that? How about that? I like it. I like it. All right. That's it for us, guys. Enjoy the rest of your week. And uh, we need a catchphrase for the end. We'll, we'll... Deuces. Deuces? I've been saying deuces. 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 <laughs> I shouldn't have sounded like that. Deuces. <laughs> um, how about... Um, what's another one? How about... Uh, you know what we should do? We should just take the saying sayings and of like other shows and other brands and just like attach them. Like, all right, guys, that's it. Mmm, good. <laughs> Sorry, I played the wrong song. Mmm, good. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>